almost almost like a planner, but it's like a chicken. Like, um, hey, did you call blah blah blah? Or who did you talk to? Or what did you do to for your mental health? Or I don't really. I gotta put it together how I really want it. But uh, I could I could see that doing something. It's an app out there that's like that where it's um. It's not like a it's not a counselor, but it's like. I don't want to say therapy or something, but it's kind of like what you're saying, where you you will send something to it, like tell it how you're feeling or whatever, and it kind of give you feedback back and forth. So that could be something like more curated to men. Yeah, homie checking on the homie checking. Yeah, yeah, that that'd be dope. I I told y'all. Oh, I told Jarrell. I should have told you too, Nate. I'm trying to I'm trying to make an app. Like I'm trying to create an app. So I'm trying to get with an app developer. So that everything we we create, we put on the app, like you know, like kind of like I was trying to do the Discord, but the That's Discord, true. the Discord, I feel like is more so for like the NFT space. I think. I mean, we could keep trying to get get it going, but they 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 do like little conferences on Discord, and they be sending them to like different um different groups where they'll go and link up and talk about like how to mint um different assets and stuff like that. <clears throat> but I want to do um an app so that people can go through the app and you look in the app. And you say, you know, you got positive affirmations in the app. You got like a network in the app where you got friends and you can message people, yeah. all that stuff. Kind of like what Jarrell talking about, the homie hookup, like, or the homie, uh, what'd you say, check in? Yeah, yeah. So we can link up, check in, see how everybody doing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody just see how, everybody, see, make sure we good. Cause you know, we don't like to do that. <clears throat> oh, we don't like to talk about it. That so we have to brainstorm that a little bit. Man. That could be something for yeah, gotta get with a developer, gotta make that real. But um welcome back to the BLI podcast. It's your boy K Sloan here with my dog. Jay Jones. Jay Jones and my other homie. Your boy Nate Z. Missing uh one fourth of the podcast today. He was busy. He out there creating the, space. Out there creating space. He out there creating space. So I'm about Frisco. to uh he in Frisco. What are you doing? What are you doing out there? <clears throat> I guess it's crazy things, man. Just work, work. Being Demarcus getting on somebody's nerves. Yeah, yeah, that part. That's good though. That's always gonna, good. That's always good. I'm gonna put the link into the chat. It's been a while, so it's like learning how to ride a bike again. It's been like what two weeks now. So we we trying to get back on for January 2022, starting the year 2022 off strong. You know what I'm saying? Positivity, energy, light, leadership, all 2022. These are your I'm guys. I'm you for getting the date right. This is gonna oh, take me a while to do this. Is, bro, you're gonna get it, bro. You're gonna get it, bro. Don't even trip. Don't even trip. So once we get that link set out, we're gonna go ahead and get to chopping it. But um what's in that cup? A little cappuccino. What kind yeah. of cup is it? Um, what we got here? Family-owned community coffee. That's what I like. The first ad of the day. The first ad of the day of the year. <laughs> of the year. Of the year. <laughs> Last year, bro, the first podcast we did was with uh, Dr. Reina and uh, Miss Viegas, the teachers. You know that? Fun yeah. fact. Fun fact. That's what we did last year. Zero, zero. Archives. Check out the archives. Check out the archives. Boy, we was on that joint. Had some prestige on that podcast. Boys was in there. Had to get right. They had more accolades than, than I got bread for sure. But hey, um bro. Oh, sorry. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. R.I.P. to John, man. I just played man the other day. 
R.I.P. the John. R.I.P. the John, man. R.I.P. Betty White. R.I.P. Dan Reeves. R.I.P. Man, it's crazy how I feel like we always say R.I.P. during the holidays. It almost seemed like like that's when it always ends up happening. It's like we lose all these people during the holidays. It'd be all year sometimes you think like, you know, thank God I ain't lose nobody. And then end of the year, it seemed like it all be happening at the same time. I don't know if that's just me or if y'all feel the same way, but that'd be happening a lot. That's true. Especially like at New Year's, that's the crazy part. She was about to be a hundred, like later this month. So like in I think what two weeks or something. But mm-hmm. RP. RP. That's but, why it's important to give people their flowers where they can smell them, right? Got to, bro. You gotta give them I feel flowers. like Betty White got a lot of praise. Oh yeah. Things that she's done. I feel like people definitely of our generation really appreciated her. Yeah. That's a good thing. I don't know as much about Dan Reeves. I think Football players know Dan Reeves, but he's not always somebody that we could talk about. Dan Reeves? Reeves? Oh, from the from the Falcons? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know he passed too. Yeah. yeah, he passed yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Which I mean, it's probably you know respect to him and his family, but it's probably been a little bit overshadowed by the John Madden passing. Yeah. You know, just bigger names here and there, but definitely respect to. Two great football minds and things like that. So, absolutely, yeah, for sure. Uh, man, RP to everybody that we don't know, you know, that was that's going uh-huh. going during the holidays, or you know, during this time, you know, people have to do the retrospective reflection of, you know, remembering who they did lose during certain holidays. So, just man, everybody, our heart goes out to y'all, and you know, we we always want to make sure we celebrate life for those people and for ourselves right now, honoring every day, bro. It's two thousand and twenty-two. Like we here. We are here today. We have the moment in front of us. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. So <clears throat> we can go ahead and jump on in. So we had. I think uh, we should start with Jarrell's topic since you just gave us that beautiful segue. Yeah. Got to take advantage when you set it up like that, man. Take advantage. Got to take right, advantage. Man. Through the alley, got to catch the oop. You know. Yeah. So take advantage. <laughs> you know, make make twenty twenty two count. My bad. I'm- tripping on my words. Make 2022 count. A lot of people do these New Year's resolutions, you know, and I even look, I got a little board that I'm about to write a couple more on right now, but uh, make them count. Different strategies, man. Don't don't just write them down and sit them somewhere. Put them somewhere you're going to look at them every day. Even put them on your, I see people put them on their mirrors, you know, because you're going to go in the restroom, you're going to brush your teeth. Hopefully hope. you look in the mirror, you know. I hope you brush your teeth. But, uh, <laughs> we hope you, know, we hope you brush your teeth. Get a little board you can tape to your to your to your mirror. You can look at them every day, you know. Even if you write little stepping stones for the goal, you know, little objectives to the goal. Check them all. Just find different ways, different strategies to actually achieve your goals in 2022, man. Don't just write them down, let them sit, and then write the same goal in 2023, man. We have to take advantage of our time. You never know when you run out. So we were just talking about that, man. So y'all take advantage of 2022. Two's my favorite number, so I know something about to go down in 2022. So, you know. Yeah. It's real, though, man. Take advantage of your opportunities. Like, create the positives in your life is what I would say with you, right? I feel like every year we see on social media people talking about, man, it was such a rough year, you know, all of these L's I took, blah, blah, blah. Got to bounce back. Next year is my year. Take advantage of that, right? Like, actually take the steps, actually do the small things that are going to get you in a position to get those wins. And celebrate your wins. Like, we've been talking about that before. Celebrate all of your little wins. And then when you go back and document it, right? 
So when you go back and you look at the end of the year, it's not just, dang, it was a long 12 months, you know, ups and downs, whatever. You have your ups and downs, but be able to look back at your ups and remember that you can always keep pulling yourself through it. Facts, facts. I got a question for both of y'all real quick before I tell y'all what I was thinking in regards to this topic. Do y'all still have y'all's goals from 2021? Like, do y'all still, do y'all know what those goals were and did you make those happen? That's my question for y'all. In part, yeah, but yeah, yeah. but uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, I have them in a composition book, and I have to. I have them in the backpack. Now, what I haven't done is check them all, like I said I would. I need to do, but I do have them, and I I started off strong, mm-hmm. <laughs> checking them off and everything. You know, as the year go, came and uh came and went, uh. No excuses, no explanations. I just I, I stopped checking them off. So okay. And, and then Nate, you said you had yours. Uh, you they're you all don't. up here. Y'all they're all up here. A horrible, like, a horrible job with writing stuff down. But, same, same. Yeah. You know, I they stay on your mind, and that's why I say taking those little steps because there's a lot of times where I'm like, man, I should be doing X, Y, and Z because that was one of my goals, mm-hmm. but yeah. I'm not. You know, so not perfect on it, but every day I wake up. Let me see. Hold on. Can I flip the camera? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can flip the camera. Let's see it. Turn me up. Yeah, you trust God. Read yeah. for a bit. Work out and stretch. Be a yeah. business on the discipline, discipline. Let's social media. Live life. Treat other people's right. I tell, you know, you know, when you have bad days, you gotta write, you can't defeat me. You know, them bad yes, days. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Only I can stop me. Yes, sir. You know, earn and give respect. It's not gonna be easy. Yes, so, sir. you know, that's like mm-hmm. that's little stuff like that. That's like daily things I look at. But you know, like I say, that that New Year's list it can it can get a little long, and like I say, that's in the composition book. But uh, that's something I look at daily. So that's mm-hmm. a little, most of my daily goals. No, that that's that's your value. That's your value right there to me. That's your core values, and I got those too. Like I got stuff on my board, and I got like people on my walls that like kind of remind me of who I am and what I believe in and stuff like that. And I feel like them goals, like last year's goals, the ones I made. Um, I, I don't know where I put them. And I, I, I know that it's powerful to write down goals. And I know that being a person that struggles with planning, I have to have accountability partners in my areas of like my goals to keep me reminded of what exactly specifically I said I was going to do. So I, I want to add to it. I think this year we should focus on talking more about what we want to happen. You know what I'm saying? Talking about it in a way that it brings it into life. Like it makes it personal for us because I think if you don't talk about it, you just write it down. Like let's say we write it down now, we put it away like you said in your notebook or like I do, I put it in my phone notes. I'll be able to reference it. Like it, if I type it in my notes, it'll show up for me. But I, some of the goals I hit, I didn't even know I wrote them because I forgot. I was just taking the action steps because I knew I was supposed to do certain things to which got me to certain places. But I think when we live our life through our thoughts, our feelings, our actions, bro, I feel like that's when, like, if, if I'm if I'm day to day, I wake up tomorrow, I make a goal to say that I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I wake up tomorrow and I go back to my job. It's like I get I get used to working. You know what I'm saying? And, and I got to keep reminding myself, you also are an entrepreneur. You also got to take care of your taxes and do things like keep your receipts and stuff like that. But if I'm not telling myself I'm an entrepreneur, if I'm not talking to other people about entrepreneurship. I could get lost in the fact that I am that still like that is a goal of mine or, you know, the, the uh, business goals we have. I got to keep that on my on my tongue. I got to keep it coming out my mouth 
because you know life and death is in power of the tongue as we read in the bible so i think that's another part of it too is like we y'all write these goals down you want to write them down because that's powerful <clears throat> but then you want to talk about it as much as possible because i know some people say you know don't talk about stuff just do just do but hey man close mouth don't get fed you know what i'm saying if you ain't got no ass you ain't gonna get it like like that's it like you better start talking about it you better start talking yeah, about man. it because yeah, you never know who you gonna talk to too right yeah you yeah. never know who you're going to meet, what kind of connections you're going to build off of that just by not giving out your whole game plan, but sharing some of the things, some of the efforts that you're putting out there. It's people who are on the same page as you. You can build off of that. Like, I've been seeing that crazy recently, bro. Like, just a lot of the clients I've been working with, they always ask, like, oh, yeah, do you do anything else? Like, yeah, I'm a professor, but I'm also president of a nonprofit. Boom. Like, oh, what nonprofit? Cool. Tell them a little bit about what we're doing. I didn't met probably like three other people who were in nonprofits and things like that. And people who were in like just different kind of areas that can kind of help us out. Right. So you never know who you're going to come across. So you need to also be running that co-host of the podcast too. be a light. You part of that too now, bro. So that's what I'm saying. Like we, we gotta, we gotta be giving them all of it. Cause as you give people more of who you are and you give them that bigger picture, then it helps people understand like, Oh, let me help you out there because I can link you up with so-and-so. It was like mm-hmm. I was telling you about that movie I was watching earlier. Shout out to the uh, what was it, Black Godfather. That's a good movie, right? Or good show, or whatever it is. Documentary over uh, what's his name? Avant. I'm losing his oh, first name. Uh, I don't know. Avant. But bro, pretty much made a living off of knowing people, and and he he's he was living a lifestyle that you know he his social currency is what was attracting the things into his life. So. Um, it's important, y'all, to let people know what you believe in, what you're doing, what's your goals, you know, act on that. But when you talk about it, it just kind of keeps it in your space. You know, it keeps it around you, keeps you where you're supposed to be. Um, you know, we need that. We need that reinforcement. Clarence Avant. Clarence Avant. There you go. Man, Clarence I Avant. want to say Charles. Like, it ain't Charles. It ain't Ch- Charles. Charles. Chuck. Chuck's it ain't, ain't Chuck. <laughs> Clarence. Clarence went to a good college. let me stop but no and then like uh like you said carrie talking about it and then uh another thing i was reading earlier is like staying positive i know so so many people that's you know when they give advice to everybody else they're positive 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 then when they do something wrong they're so hard on themselves Mm. so much negative talk so uh Positive talk, man. Wake up and say something good. Like you said, positive affirmations. But even when you when when you feel like everything's going wrong, try to stay positive, even you know, within yourself. Say, hey, I can get through this. Hey, it's hard. Like I said on my little goal, only I can stop me. You can't defeat me. Some days I wake up, I feel defeated, man. I'm like, dang, I'm already <laughs> I don't want to go to work. Hurt. I'm gonna, my head hurt. You know, this this Amarion, my bad. I'm a crunch on it. <laughs> It might be, <laughs> but nah, it's just I, I look at that board and I'm like, yeah, sometimes that, that, that turned me up. You can't defeat me. I'm, I know I'm feeling bad, but watch this. Yeah, so, positive self talk. Yeah, give yourself grace, man. Mm-hmm. Give yourself grace. Gotcha. There's this book I was reading, and then we could transition, but there's a book I, I was reading. It's called, um, and I want to give the credit to the book, whatever. The book I was reading was basically talking about how you have to be a cheerful giver of a gift. You also have to be a cheerful receiver of a gift. 
if you can't do both, then you're not going to be able to, to grow and to really have the abundance in your life that you want. So you have to be able to receive and like, like somebody like myself, I'm hard on people giving me gifts. Like even Christmas, it was like, y'all don't give me nothing. Like I don't want nothing. Like, and I know a lot of men can attest to that. We don't really like, it's not the biggest thing for us to receive gifts. We'll give all day. I could give you gifts, be cheerful about it and all that, but to receive is a little bit different energy. But it's just like that grace, having that grace with yourself. It's almost like you feel like you don't deserve it, but you do though. Anything that you get that happens to you, you deserve that. So take it in and be thankful that, you know, either God or really God gave you every gift, but you know, the who he's working through to get it to you, be cheerful and receiving it and be thankful because that is a part of this full circle thing that we got going on. And that's why you're so hard on yourself when things go bad because you don't think you deserve grace like now nah, you deserve grace too. give yourself a break say take a minute to recoup you know see what went wrong fix it let's move on you know and, and that'll help you out a lot throughout your life because all them goals you ain't hitting 2021 hey newsflash we still here we back you know you back at the beginning again so what you gonna do sink it sink or swim you know what i'm saying like you start sinking go get your life raft you know call on the reinforcements and you get back to where you need to get to so it's real, you know, like cliche, people put that on social media all the time, but you got 365 new chances this year. Get up and make them count, man. Yeah. Yeah. We just talking about that. We talking about how it's already day day three almost. We we yeah. at seven o'clock. It's like two days gone already, Jay Jones. It's like that. It's like, what y'all, what y'all doing? What you, what you doing, baby? What you doing? What you doing? So we talking about doing, man. What we rolling into, uh, AV? Huh? Yeah, what, what AV? you doing, baby? What you doing, baby? What you doing, man? man somebody give the people some background as to what, what Mr. Antonio Brown was doing in the NFL today. Clowning. So literally everything but his rear end today. <laughs> but, uh, so this is my thing. One, we can, as football players and sports fans, we can speculate on brain injuries and things like that, which we, we've already done a little bit. So I'm not gonna really go into that. I'm gonna go into when you have a second chance, make the most out of it, mm. right? When you get opportunities, when you've already either made a mistake, you made a fool out of yourself, whatever it is. And somebody says, you know what? Because of what, really what your abilities are. Like, let's be real about it. It's not because people just say like, man, I really care about this dude. It's because of what his abilities are. If you have the ability to redeem yourself, redeem yourself, bro. Like, try your hardest to do it. To the point where a couple of weeks ago, Bruce Arians came out and said, I didn't change my mind on this dude, right? Now he, he with us and then boom, you come right back and you do something like this because you didn't want to go into the game. That's crazy. Like, fake an injury, say, man, my hamstring, go limp around the sideline, do something. But you can't do it that way, man. You know, we don't know what's going on with him personally. Like, uh, I think Tom Brady came out and said that in the post-game interview. We hope he get the help that he needs and everything. But when you have a chance to make up for your shortcomings before, give it your all, man. Don't do the same things. Don't let yourself continue to fall into the same pitfall. That's the real thing, right? And it's, it's different little things, but it's all a bunch of nonsense that he done done. At the end of the day, it's not like, man, it was just a mistake. No, these are controllable actions. You're doing controllable things and ruining your opportunities in life. So yeah. He's making a conscious decision to do these things. Like he's actually, well, 
I say conscious. He's doing these things. He does. You do have a fork in the road, man. Like you could do this or this. And he's choosing to do the stuff that's embarrassing his family, his friends, his teammates. He's uh, he's letting people down. He's getting second chances. He's taking money. And and now people are like figuring out, like, are we going to fire him? Are we going to, you know, it's, it's like, I think AB truly, really should be getting help. Like that man needs mental assistance. He needs help. I don't know. I don't, I don't think meds is always the answer, but he needs like a brain study or something like that because at this at this rate, because it ain't been that long since his last trip out. So at this rate, I feel like you don't know what you're going to get from AB next, man. Like, And this is very mm-hmm. similar to different NFL players where we've seen them do, you know, things that was like, man, why did he do that? Like, you know, or we, people publicly say things and kind of disgrace the player, but then nobody ever goes in and tries to find the root of the problem. And then we find him in a ditch somewhere. You know, it's like, we got to try to help these players, you know, don't give them a job, give them counseling first. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't just put him on a team because you know he's going to give you a solid, you know, a thousand yards receiving no matter who he played for. Get him, get him help. Like, get dude, do not right, bro. Like, and Vaughn says Burfick should be paying for it. <laughs> Flip the bill, bro. You Flip the bill, bro. You did this. Flip, no. Flip the bill, homie. But look, the thing, like y'all said, they need to get him help. But is he crying for help? Like, is, is, is this really like, at least I'm not going? Because a lot of people go quiet and, and we don't know what they're doing. Is AB? Bro. Is he like, hey, y'all see, somebody help? Or is if y'all I'm- not? If I'm the books, I'm not bringing you back on this team. No, to put on a jersey. No, I'm just saying though, like any team, really, the Panthers, the 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 Jaguars. I'm not bringing you on this team until you get some legitimate counselor for like a year, and, and studies on your brain. You got your CAT scan. You got you have to go through a whole. Yeah, bro, I'm not playing. Cause what if you got CTE? Like you know what I'm saying? Like, no, but yeah, I feel you. You know, we 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 want to see if we can do the what we can to help you out before you come out here and you start doing all this. I mean, I don't know what y'all think. I would think that he's crying for help, though. Right? Yeah. I, I mean, when you're doing stuff like when you're doing, let, let's put it in, into reality. When you have a chance to make millions of dollars, and you will willingly do something stupid to take that chance away from you, you have to be crying for help. I think he. I think it's to the point where he like y'all see. I'm like y'all see it. Do something about it. like this man literally pumped the crowd up as he walked off the field. Dude, it's it's hard. Hard. So on. is it like don't sign me? Like y'all see what's going on? Somebody that really cares about me send me help, and I hope somebody that really cares about him sends him help. Like, bro, I think it's that, but I think it's also some people just have a, a crazy sense of hubris, right? Like, I'm so cold. Like, I can do this and I can get away with it. But that's, you know, we always hear about the, the back and forth in sports where athletes get away with a lot of things that other people can't get away with. Uh-huh. You know, I think when you have a coach like Bruce Arians who has said, nah, you're done now. After his, he even pulled up the video. Let's show the people. Let's show the people what we talk about oh, here. Man. Let's show the people what we talk about here. Oh, y'all, this is uh, Mr. Antonio Brown. Mind you, there's a play going on right now. Like, Brady is calling the play as this is happening. Jersey. 
The hard thing about stuff like that, though, I'm thinking about it a little bit more. Yeah, he need help, but we know that money puts you in different situations. And AB got enough bread that he can afford to do something like that at the end of the day. I can't afford to strip at work and be like, I'm out. Because <laughs> the, the mortgage might not be paid the next month, right? He good. He not finna really be hurting for no money or nothing. So whether it's a, I think as athletes, we've all been there. I'm tired of, you know, the way coaches is handling things. I'm not happy, whatever it is. We didn't always get the ability to just up and quit. But once you're a million dollar athlete, you got a little bit more room for that. So it's hard to say what kind of help he really needs. Um, part of that video does show Mike Evans trying to sit there and talk to him. Like, bro, like, keep your pads on. Whether that's Mike saying, look, we need you on the team, or I don't want you to embarrass yourself, or whatever it is. Probably a little bit of both. You know, but. I had, but, but bro, I, you, did you not have teammates that was down to do that, though? Like, not like in that fashion, but did you not have a teammate that was going to take oh, no, that no, pass? No, 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 no. I had a teammate who did that. In high school. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, and, and I think that's we seen it on a grand scale. We seen it on you know an NFL scale, but I always saw this on my teams. And I'm not gonna bust I, bro. I used to be that guy at certain time, not that guy, not that specific guy, but I've done things that was like, why did you? But I think it's like that, like when you in that mode and you you don't he needs help, bro. I'm I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there. He needs help, and I think we need to stop acting like you know. We don't see it, you know. He don't need no more jobs. Like, don't give AB another job in the field until this man gets some real help. And don't, I don't care how many, how excellent he looks in in, in training on Twitter, because he's gonna be looking immaculate. He's gonna be showing everybody his his routes are still as crisp as they ever were. But if y'all hire this man, just know what you're getting a circus. We see y'all. Y'all see the market takes this freedom that money provides help or hinder you as a person. Yeah, the it's both. It amplifies who you are as a person. That's a great question, but it amplifies who you are, right? If you already a wild card and you know I can really go out there and, and be a wild card and I'm going to still be able to pay the bills, you go strip on the sideline and run across the field. Yeah, if, you know, if you're a good person, it's going to amplify you being able to be a good person. So, yeah, I mean, just, just think about like the Larry Fitzgeralds of the world, the you know, people like that, that they they got the same money AB got, but you know, they doing what they can with it to help the communities. They 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 great football players, great men. You've never heard anything about Larry Fitzgerald. Like, <laughs> no, nah, you don't just, ever. Like he just a good. He just was a football player. I mean, they said he did some stuff for his community. He just and, and Larry Fitzgerald made hella money. So Man. you know, money money just make you like like they said. You know. 
it don't really change who you are. It amplifies who you are. Yeah. Money is a money is a, a transfer of energy, bro. Like I feel like your energy is worth this money, so I pay you this money. And doesn't mean that it makes anything about you better or worse than somebody else. It's just a transfer of energy. It's how I reciprocate you for the energy you give my entity, you give my audience, you give my whatever. So it's like, I mean, yeah, your money gonna allow you to do a lot more. Like it's going to allow you to do a lot more. But what you do with it, I mean. That's totally on you. That's totally on you. And, and it can it can amplify somebody that's that's you know got an issue, it'll magnify those issues, it'll make those issues look bigger. Like it doesn't get, you know, you are free of that 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 lack issue. So I'm not lacking anything. So I'm not working at a lack. I'm good. So now it's you know the bird going to all of y'all because I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't care about you, you or you, because y'all don't have nothing to do with y'all can't take this money in my pockets. You know, that makes somebody a little more um rambunctious out there whatever or some people would be like well because i got all this money i can give to all of y'all since i'm just a good person and i love helping people i can give to all of y'all i'm not even tripping on it i give you this you this you this that people crying thank you so much but they ain't tripping on it because that's them anyway so it's yeah. like that's like, how uh, it's let's say john harbaugh um michigan coach you know he you know you get bonuses for the ball games mm. i know i know they but uh he gave <laughs> He gave us he gave his bonus money to the people who lost some of their money, you know, with the COVID thing. You know, a lot of people got the jobs cut and everything. Yeah. So John Harbaugh was like, I don't need, you know, I'm rich. Give that money to people who need it. So just you know, just a little yeah. example of being a good person. I say this, you know, I had this conversation with somebody really close to me, and they was telling me about like, you know, and they were talking about our podcast, actually. This is why I'm bringing it up to y'all. They was like, you know. Why y'all always talk about what people got to do for other people? You know what I'm saying? Like, why people always got to do something for somebody else? Like, what if they don't want to do nothing for nobody else? You know, like, what if they don't, well, they just worried about themselves. To which I said, you know what? That makes sense. I get that some people are worried about themselves, but you just got to know if you're one of them people that's worried about yourself, there's going to come a time when you need somebody else. And when you don't get that help or when you don't get that assistance or that, that, that word in or that job, you just got to chalk it up to the fact that you have not given out that energy at enough of a rate to where it's coming back to you the way you want. Like, you just got to know that. Like, you can't get upset. And I don't think anybody can, even if you are giving. But when you're not doing for others, you just got to know that your frequencies don't match that anyway. Like, just be just be aware. You know, you're not helping yourself. So I'll put that there. So, mm-hmm. but um. Man, we could transition a little bit. So we had another topic on there. We're talking about a little more football type uh, situation. Can't see my chat right now. Dion. Dion. Oh, yeah, Dion. So Dion. Prime time you. Prime time you. Dion doing his thing over there with uh, Jackson State, who went, I think, 9-2 this year. And he was on a walker or a a wheelchair half the year, in and out, a a scooter, whatever he had going on. But he had a little surgery with his toe. But they had a great season. Uh, a couple weeks ago, they ended up picking up, I think, the top the defensive back recruit um, in the nation. In the nation. In the, in the nation. Recruit in the nation. Man. Number two recruit in the nation. And then back though today with uh, getting one of the top, I think he was a four-star recruit that went to uh, South Carolina Gamecocks, and he ended up transferring over after his freshman year to uh, Jackson State today. So um, Dion's starting a wave, and what that wave is is he's bringing in – um, the top recruits in a, to a HBCU in a fashion that we ain't never seen before, but within the black community, I feel like it's always been talked about. 
Like it's always been like a, a like a little conversation. Like even uh, Jarrell, remember we a couple like last year, maybe we first started a podcast. We was talking to Jerome. Shout out to Jerome. We had him on the podcast. We talked chopping it up about how to get you know young black kids that want to be interested in HBCUs because it's like how do you sell an HBCU when you know they don't have the facilities, they don't have the you know the media marketing and all that. So they don't have half the stuff that these bigger schools have. But Dion's like bumped that. Like hey, look, like you want to come have fun. You know, turn up, have a good time, play with great players, win championships, come over here. And it's like, you know, these kids are buying in. So um, to me, it looks like it looks like the the culture, you know, that culture is it's, it's, they always say culture crushes everything else in every single way, like like every form of like, you know, of a group or organization. Like they say culture is big. But like now when I'm looking at this, though, it's like this is a culture within a culture to me. Like, it's like, these kids see it like as a chance, like, man, like, I can go over there and like, really be a pioneer. You know what I'm saying? If you want to top recruits, you can go in there and really turn like, you know, your whole family up at an HBCU. So what y'all think about this? What y'all, what's y'all mindset on this? I think I just got to keep it going, man. That's like, I feel like for a long time, the reason why it wasn't happening was as simple as kids didn't think they were going to get a shot at the NFL. Yeah, it's been a few, you know, here and there, the Jerry Rice's, the Michael Strahan's, people like that, who have gone to uh, uh, HBCUs and they've made and have been successful in the league. Some of it is just opportunity. I think that's what the real thing a lot of these kids going to school for is the opportunity to get to the next level, right? So seeing some of the elite players go there, you go out there and you ball and you still get your opportunity, that door is going to continue to open up wider and wider. But like you mentioned already with the facilities and things like that, it's about the investment that the black community is putting there, right? Put more black money there, build these schools up, even if that's not your alma mater. Be a fan, be a fan of Jackson State just because Dion is there. Uh, where did uh, Hugh Jackson go to Gremlin or something like that? Mm -hmm. uh, so it's, it's gonna be schools that can use the support if we continue to support them, continue to build them up, and now we have more resource, resources to bring these kids in, I think you see it continue to grow. But it's hard to compete when you're dealing with, you know, the couple billion dollars worth of Alabama over there, whatever, you know, these schools are worth. So you just got to continue to build on it. Yeah, that's true. The money is a big part of that. Jay Jones, what you think? Like Jay said, man, if we support our black schools, we build up our black schools. Our facilities can look just like Alabama facilities, but uh, it would take like like Nate said earlier, like Diddy and then the, these black billionaires to come support, and not just Jackson State, because I think you know Dion there helps Jackson State. Maybe support some other schools and get them on the same level as uh the Jackson States or whatever. And if we can get the whole swag looking like their own little league, and you know, in their own little get their facilities up. Then black kids want to come there. Then they get to enjoy, learn their culture while they're in school, and play football and still go to the NFL. This kid, uh, I think his name Travis Hunter. That's who signed to Jackson State, number two recruit. He's probably if as long as he goes out there and balls, he'll still be a first round pick because you can go play anywhere. The scouts got the scouts gonna come see him, so the scouts gonna be at Jackson State. So when other kids see, hey man, they got the New York Giants, the New York Jets, Dallas Cowboys. At Jackson State, I can go to Jackson State and still get picked in the first round. That exposure makes the school like more marketable. It's like, well, he he went to Jackson State. He's a first round pick, so I can do that too. Then the next kid see that, 
And you know how these kids, they click up now. So if you're yeah, five or six kids going to Jackson State, or like I say, not just Jackson State, Grambling or Texas Southern or uh, Southern University, anywhere. If we can get kids to click up, go there, get scouts to come see their school, maybe even expose somebody else that did, nobody even knew about, then we all come up. So yeah. that's really Nah, I, th- I think that's real talk, though. And um, I think it's crazy, too, when you look at it, like, you know, we talking about money. Dion didn't really, I feel like Dion did it with that attention, though, because Barstool Sports took um, took over, like, his whole, like, documentary, right? So they, they had that whole documentary of how he got into the position, and they kind of put all of that on social media. It's all you see when it comes to, like, uh, college football. You know, you see... Uh, the like I know on Snapchat the little stories they would always have it running on my stories I guess because of the videos I've looked at in the past things like that and I feel like if I'm seeing that that means these kids are seeing that as well and that attention is what they want you know they want to be on social media they want to be on there you know saying in the locker room I remember young Dolph he had, had young Dolph RP Dolph he had him in the locker room and they're turning up with the players and stuff like that it's that culture piece that's the most important thing for these kids bro it's like they want to be able to be themselves and be within the culture and, and, and ball and be able to go to the league. That's what we all wanted. We all wanted to play for Deion Sanders as kids. Like we all wanted to have that coach that was going to let us just be ourselves completely ourselves and then hold us accountable as well. But like, you know what I'm saying? Go turn up with, with the guys, the best players. Like we all wanted that. So shout out to Deion for doing that, man. That's dope. I, I'm, I'm with, I'm with the movement, but <laughs> D money put something in the message. He said, uh, does the ability for players to make money hurt the larger universities? What y'all think about that? It doesn't hurt the larger universities. It's just gonna make them compete harder. Honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like they ain't been playing players before. Like, <laughs> I just, just do it above board. Like, you let the chair out the here's bed. Here's a million dollar, you know, hell deal. That's cool. Like, before I had to get your mama a job at the school, now she can stay at the crib. When he, yeah. You know, it is but, what it is. Just think if, uh, like we said, these, the school's in the sweat. Just think if, if Diddy gave, if a kid wanted to be a musician, Diddy gave him an NIL deal. Yep. You got to drop three mixtapes if you sign to this school. I mean, I don't know about well, the mixtape, but you could come produce a, a couple songs. But yeah, yeah. Or, or you could just advertise my music. You know, just think if Diddy came and did that, man, or, or Rick Ross came and was like, "Hey, man, get a Maybach chain. Just anything that can do with this NIL deal for the sweat. So this NIL can, like, like they said, it can really turn us up if we use it right. So, because we have a lot of kids that want, like you said, that attention, and if they can get that attention and get NIL deals from people they look up to. I mean, yeah, like the market just said, uh, Deion Sanders' son got an NIL deal with Tom Brady. So, Deion having those connections, I think he can use that NIL turn turn the swag up. So, and then, yeah. so speak, speaking on the NIL tip, uh, I, you know, you know about the horns for hearts, huh, Drill? The horns yeah. for hearts. So, all the old linemen that go to UT get paid. What that. is it? What the? <laughs> they get paid fifty k. Just for being an old lineman for UT, bro. Like, as soon as you show up, you get 50K. You play online oh, for UT. <laughs> or there. You play online for UT, you get 50K. It's like, what? Like, the NIL is definitely, um, it's uh, making it more business-like. But I, I did some research, bro. Like, it's like the average player that's getting an NIL deal is getting $600 out the deal. So it ain't like 
everybody getting broke off. I mean, it's still early in the infancy stages of it, but I think it is going to be pretty dope to see how it kind of develops because, I mean, everybody knew that people was getting paid. Like Nate said, there was people that was getting paid. You got, you know, on the larger scale, we saw, you know, the Reggie Bushes and the LeBron Jack. Well, not LeBron, but LeBron's a high school. Well, kind of, you can throw them in there. You can throw, you know, talk about just a lot of different. But somebody would offer LeBron five million to come to school. Easy. You know what I'm saying? And and think about Cam. When Cam, what? Bro, this it, the on. money, the money always been there. Like it's always been there. And it was just kind of something like where it was like, all right, well, you know, boosters and whatever. But now it's like it's, it's gonna be interesting. I don't think it's bad though. I, I think it's all good because the players deserve it, man. Like being a college oh, yeah. athlete is hard as hell. Like it is not easy financially, I don't care if you're getting paid or not because you don't even know how to manage your money like that anyway, which also should be something else they should teach cats when they start giving them money. Like, if I cut a deal with you and I'm doing an NIL deal, I need to be giving you uh, some breakdown as to how you need to spend this or how I recommend that you spend this money. You know, Porsche spending, you know, if you start accumulating credit card debt, this is what's going to turn into, like, we gave you money, but you will owe people back and stuff like that. It's, it's it's important, man. It's important. What did he say? Deion Sanders' son. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, I'm saying. Matter of fact, that's um. Shout out to to one of my guys, David Cook. He's the head of the U of A School of Business. And shout out to U of H as a whole for doing this. But that's actually one of the programs that they're developing there. Is because of the NIL stuff, they are doing. I forgot how many classes he said it was, but they're they're making a program to go more into marketing yourself understanding like your sponsorships, things like that, and building that as an educational aspect for the kids that's going to school there. Because as the coach once said, you're student first, athlete second. Yep, facts, facts. Yeah. Did you see that? Did you see that? Bro, I just killed the bug on my screen. I just had to. Well, you killed the bug. Yeah, I had a little, little mosquito. It was kind of like, I had to smack it on the screen and then it was like, yeah. like yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah you a student. Yeah, you a student first, athlete second, though, for sure. That's dope, though. I might need to link up with your boy, though, bro, because that's what I, I'm, I've been like, that's been on my heart lately, though, is, is helping these student athletes as far as, like, getting them deals, like, just getting them. Because like, you could get a deal with any company, like, what, I mean, that's a write-off. Why wouldn't a company give an athlete money to market? Like, that's part of your marketing. Can't, you know what I mean? Like, why well, we need to come up with something to, to give a kid an NIL deal. Are we on somebody it, to the school. We need prosperous people. Be a yeah. light. Yeah. Click it up. Yeah. We're going to get free vending machine snacks from Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A couple of T-shirts. Yep. Make them up. And we'll we be good. After that, have them running around here. They just be part of the army. Be a light army. That's what yeah. we're going to do for the mentees, really. That's what we're going to do for the mentees. That's going to be in the works. But, um. Hey. Okay. What's up? How, you, how how you feel about that 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 Christmas giveaway thing, man? Man, I felt like it was great. Did we talk about it on here? We ain't talked since then. We ain't talked since then. Well, nah. we talked, but we ain't talked on here since then. Nah, it was amazing. So the the, the venue was dope, bro. It was super super um like impactful for my family. Like my mom's out there, and my daughter's out there, and they a whole bunch of people's out there. And um, bro, it just felt so good to be able to get somebody something, and they like. Look like they really was appreciative. Like, man, thank you. So yeah, we going back. We, we, we gotta keep going back. It was cold now. 
I ain't, I ain't dressed for the, I ain't dressed for the seasons. Make but, sure uh, be ready. Be ready yeah, I'm it. I'm definitely bringing my my jacket because that little shirt I had on with that undershirt wasn't doing it, bro. I was trying to thug it out, but it was real out here. But um, nah, bro, it's amazing though, and I, and I appreciate y'all for letting us come and you know what I'm saying be a part of that. That was dope. Yeah, the mark is on your butt right now, man. Why? What do you say? <laughs> I'm talking about first of all, it said the free vending machine. You talking about free? Then you talking about you said have we talked since? Then he talking about you ain't been here since. <laughs> Demarcus, how you doing all this Texas? You ain't on here. How you how you how you doing all this Texas? You ain't on here, bro. You got like you could have been on here doing all this talking. Like next time Demarcus said he came in the podcast, we just gonna have him on here anyway. I'm gonna put my face on. I'm gonna put my face on because he's gonna watch it anyway. But um man, it's been a good one. Brothers, y'all got any last words for the people? Make make it count, man. 2022, 360- Three days, I guess, with two, yeah, two, two in the phone. Two in the already in there gone, so mm-hmm. make it count. Let's make it count. Be great. Uh, like I said, write your little goals. Only you can stop you. Don't let nothing else stop you, so. Yes, sir. All right, bet that up, man. Make it a prosperous year, man. Let's prosperous get it. People. Yep, and we out. <laughs>